Welcome to Inside Track. I'm Bill Morris with Habitat Magazine, and joining me today is Anas Radoncic, Managing Partner at Venture New York Property Management. Good to see you again, Anas. Always good to see you, Bill. Listen, we all know that the world is in a what's known as a hard market in the insurance world. Tell me, are your co-op and condo clients experiencing trouble with this, or is it just business as usual with a little bit more expense? It really varies depending on the geographical location of the sites, but I am starting to see as the renewals start coming in that buildings are running into hardship, especially when it comes to these rapid increases in insurance premiums due to the hard market. How how big an increase are you talking about, generally speaking? We're seeing increases as low as 5 to 7%, which is relatively high, and all the way up to 15% in some cases. And when you have a hundred or $200,000 premium, slapping 15% plus on any premium such as that one, you know, it's a significant increase. Now, let me ask you, the increases are driven partly by the insurance industry's, you know, business model, let's say, but also the lost record at a property, you know, a history of claims will also affect that premium. Is there anything that boards can do to keep the premiums down? I want to say preventive maintenance maybe, or, or take measure. Is there anything boards can do to fight this increase in premiums? Absolutely. So a lot of the driving increases are due to loss runs, but at the same time, insurance carriers now are counting, if you will, all of their chips. So they're being a lot more vigilant, a lot more cautious of all of their properties, the history, the geographical location, exactly what's going on, so on and so forth. As it relates to trying the best that you can do to try to minimize increases, I always recommend to boards to review the deductibles. Uh, Deductible is one line item that you can kind of play with with respect to the insurance, and it will affect the premium a couple of thousand dollars up, a couple of thousand dollars down. It'll definitely make a difference between a 15% increase or a 5% increase. We always recommend going higher in the deductible because let's face it, if it's a five dollars or $10,000 insurance claim, it's almost cheaper every time to repair it in-house rather than filing a claim. And then it's obviously reported as a loss run, which results in an increase in premium. So we always recommend clients shoot upwards of twenty dollars to $25,000 for a deductible because that's really when you need the insurance. And then you can do the repairs in-house without even letting the insurance company know that there was a problem and you dodge that bullet. I see. Well, now tell me, do you have any anecdotal stories for us about claims that were denied or problems that you ran into with an insurance carrier over a claim? Absolutely. We had one about a year ago. If you recall that storm, they called the 100-year storm. It was back in September, I believe, of 2022. There was a property in Brooklyn, a Starbucks cup was lodged in one of the drains on the roof. It restricted the flow of water with respect to all of the drains. The roof ended up flooding and destroying a few units down the line. Naturally, we contacted the insurance carrier because this was in excess of a few hundred thousand dollars. The insurance adjuster came on site and they left shortly after. I contacted the adjuster and he said, oh, we're sending someone else to inspect. A few days later, another adjuster comes with all these fancy gasmos and gadgets. And two weeks later, we get a letter in the mail for a denial. And the denial read very specifically, the roof slope should have been 3%. We calculated the roof slope at 2.77%, which results in an improper roof pitch, improper install. We are denying your claim. Wow. Now that that's uh, a pretty hardcore decision by an insurance carrier, isn't it? It's, it's really, really intense. And this would never have happened you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, so on and so forth. And this is back to my point where the insurance carriers are really counting all of their chips 
and they're really assessing every situation as its own, as opposed to just having a basic script where they would just cut the check and say, okay, on to the next okay. one. Okay. Now, th- this, this scrutiny, I'm guessing, takes place before they even agree to carry the policy. I mean, they come and inspect the buildings before the insurance goes into effect to make sure that the sidewalks are okay, to make sure that the drains are right. In this case, they didn't catch the fact that the roof was one degree off of, off of pitch. But these insurance inspectors are, like you say, really, really cracking down and, and taking a close look at the properties, are they not? They're really cranking down, and you're right. They do do preliminary inspections prior to renew or prior to any binding of any coverage. An example, as you mentioned, they'll look at the sidewalks, they'll look at the facade, they'll look at air conditioners, anything that may potentially be a liability. But these are all just general things that they can assess just by looking at the building very broadly. But figuring out a quarter of a percent off off a roof, you could have 100 engineers and they could stand on the roof without any fancy gizmos. And they would never be able to figure it out unless they came in with all the fancy equipment. Let's go back to that denied claim. I'd like to ask you another question about that. Is there any way for you as a managing agent or for a board or a lawyer to appeal a, a verdict, a denial of a claim like that by an insurance carrier? I mean, you could say, come on, you're splitting hairs here. You're costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars over a, a, a tenth of a degree of a roof pitch. That's just not reasonable. Is there any way to appeal those decisions? There is. We're actually in the appeal process right now, and it's been ongoing for almost a year now. Uh, but ultimately, it comes down to, hey, half a percent or 15 percent. You know, if the degree is off, the degree is off because the buildings are engineered and designed a certain way where Everything has to meet specific standards in order for it to operate effectively. And that's really the basis of their denial. Well, honest to sum up, you're in the real world. You're dealing with this every day. Is there any wisdom you could pass along to other managing agents and or co-op and condo boards about what they need to be doing or not doing in the face of this hard insurance market? Yes. So it comes down to realistic expectations, right? Everything, the cost of everything is going up. Milk gas, construction materials, steel, everything is going up. And then that translates to the real world, which is a condo and a co-op, right? A condo and a co-op are made of bricks, mortar, plumbing, copper, EPDM material, and everything else in between. So when you look at all of that, a basic repair that was maybe 10 or 15 years ago, $500 is now $750 to $1,000. Because not only is the material going up, but the insurance requirement for these vendors to stay in business is going up. So it's a combination of everything. And the realistic expectations are is, you know, board members and shareholders, so on and so forth, they fail to understand and realize that the cost of labor is going up because their cost is going up, which means the cost of everything else goes up. So that's really the biggest kind of takeaway from here is, you know, expect things to go up. Uh, the standard rule of thumb, you know, in the past was, you know, three to five percent for insurance. We're seeing now on average you know, 7 to 10% if you're looking at basic average. Well, when you say expectations, in other words, the boards need to budget for this and maybe raise monthly maintenance or common charges. Is that right? Correct. I would recommend at all times to keep up with the rate of inflation with a standard rate of increase, but at the same time, also always assessing and diagnosing the certain vendors and service providers that you do have to see where you can cut costs at the same time maintaining efficiency. Okay. Anas Radancic from Venture New York Property Management. Thanks so much. Excellent. Thank you for having me, Bill.